You probably know that Amelia Earhart was the first woman to cross the Atlantic Ocean solo in a plane. You might even know that she was supposed to land in Paris, France. But since I'm talking about it here, you can bet that she landed in Ireland. I'm joined today by two women from Ireland who are working very hard to make sure that people know exactly where that historic flight ended. and thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Before we get into today's chat, I just want to make one final mention about a Celtic experience, my first guided tour of Ireland. It does take place this September, but I still have a couple of spots left. So if you can travel last minute and you want to join me for an exceptional tour of Ireland, I would love to have you. Just email me, Jody at IrelandFamilyVacations.com, and we will get you slotted in. I would love to show you Ireland. If you wanted to join me this year but just couldn't make it happen, I have great news. I am planning to do another one next year. So if you want to visit Ireland with me in 2020, go into the show notes and find the survey so you can fill out your thoughts on what you would like to see and do in Ireland and when you would like to go next year. You'll find that again in the show notes. And now let's get to our chat and learn more about Amelia Earhart and where she landed in Ireland. Hi everyone, welcome again to the Traveling in Ireland podcast. I am recording live today and you can probably hear a little noise in the background, but I am not in Ireland. I am actually in Atchison, Kansas, speaking with, and I'm gonna, I'm Nicole, I'm gonna do it again, <laughs> Nicole McElhenney mm-hmm. and Brona Sharkey, mm-hmm. and they are with the Amelia Earhart Legacy Association of Dairy. So a lot of people know Amelia Earhart and her famous solo flight across the Atlantic, but most people don't realize that she landed in Ireland. Brona is giving me big thumbs up. <laughs> so we're here to um, to kind of share that today. It's a really interesting story. And so Brona and Nicole, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I know that the Amelia Earhart Festival has you quite busy this yeah, weekend. Yeah, we so I really those. appreciate You're the very time. welcome. So tell me a little bit about the Amelia Earhart Legacy Association of Dairy. What brought it about? Well, I was born quite near to the landing place where Amelia landed in 1932. And in my youth, there was always talk about Amelia, but she was some strange figure that was, you know, people thought of her as a a wee boy. When she got off the plane, people had never seen uh, a woman in trousers, so they assumed she was a wee boy. Uh, But anyway, that, that grew, and then it died off. And then uh, several years later, maybe uh, 20, 30 years later, it started up again. And we decided, as our committee we formed in 2012, and we decided to gauge the interest in Amelia. And we couldn't believe it, how many people came with stories 
about their grandfathers, their aunts, their grandmas, and so forth. And we realized there was a great interest, interest yeah. in, in Amelia. Mm -hmm. So we pursued it because we thought, well, this is, yeah, we need to do this, and we need to promote our city and the Amelia legacy. And N Nicole joined the committee then, mm -hmm. and she's a whiz kid on the uh, internet and uh, social media and all that jazz. Anyway, so we got set up, and we've been working, six of us, and we're working voluntary, the six of us. We don't have any backing from anybody, so we're just promoting her legacy, and our legacy will be if we can promote the fact that she was such a fantastic woman who landed yeah. in our city. And my job now, this is my first time in Kansas, hometown of Amelia, and my job is to convert the Americans, <laughs> to let them know, because most of the Americans I've been speaking to do not know that Amelia landed in Derry. And most of them are very surprised and we see this as a tourist, mm -hmm. you know, uh, from America to our city in Derry. And vice versa, for, for people, For people, Americans who are interested, and mm -hmm. there's quite an interest in Amelia, as you know yourself, I don't have to tell you. Mm. So we're seeing this, if there could be a tourist initiative taken mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to bring uh, tourists from America to our city, Derry, mm -hmm. And there would be we and could versa, we also, can yeah. uh, reciprocate, but we're just we're just looking to promote Amelia and let everybody know, and we're we're hoping that her legacy right. and what she did, the pioneering woman that she was, will right now. So so to educate as well, because there's a, there's a lot of people, and certainly in our city are not fully aware of Amelia's other accomplishment sorry other accomplishments obviously she was a social worker she was an author she she taught at Purdue University and all that sort of stuff and she was a mechanic as well um, and people are not aware of that so we want to keep that going and we want to convey the message that young girls don't have to be like Kardashians to do something positive in their life they can do something that's going to contribute to the world and make a career for them without having to go to that level and that sort of stuff. And, and that really does go to your mission statement, which is to encourage girls to pursue careers in aviation, mm -hmm. aeronautics and aerospace through promotion of flight and aviation programs, which is really, if you think about it, that's a massive, massive mission. It is. Um, but I, I think it's just incredible. Now, going back to Amelia Earhart, so... She landed in Derry in Northern Ireland on her first solo flight across the Atlantic, May 21st, 1932. Mm. Now, her goal was to actually make it to Paris. Yeah. yeah. She was a little off course. She was yeah. indeed. And <laughs> so when she landed, there was no media there. They were all waiting no, for her in France. Was, yeah. So when she landed, what happened? She landed in uh, a, a field just outside Derry. And when she landed, the farmers were out tending to their field. And she came down and got out of the cockpit and said to this farmer, where am I? And he said, you're in Gallagher's field, instead of telling her she was in Ireland. <laughs> and the next thing was, she said to him, put that cigarette out. 
So she spent the night in, in Gallagher's house and she went the next morning to make her press conference mm. in, the, Northern in the Northern Counties. And actually, we have permission from the owner of that building to erect to a plaque. A, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yes. that, and that's what we're hoping to do. Yeah. But it was like, in those days, there was no cars. People wouldn't have known even. Or have a phone. There was see. nobody had phones. Right. And so of she course, had, yeah. yeah, as well as that, you wouldn't have seen a woman in trousers. Right. Yeah. They thought she was a wee boy initially. But, but the, thing, take over. The, the, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, um, like uh, like Amelia, it was just it was just wee boys that were helping the farmer, and they were only like twelve and thirteen. They were smoking cigarettes, and they didn't realise that she had all this aviation fluid all over that ran down her neck and oh, stuff right. like that, and it was quite dangerous. So um, they weren't aware of that, and she had been offered all the hotels because at that time there would have been a lot more hotels in the city centre. We had a lot of hotels for the American troops and that that had, had served, mm -hmm. you know, and were based in Derry. And um, oh, they were all saying, oh, come and stay with us. And she was like, no, 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 I'm staying with the Gallagher's. And she stayed with the Gallagher's. And they put her up in the room. And there's actually a photograph of her on the balcony, sitting out on one of the window, window ledges of that house. And the, the kids and all, she, you know, she, she loved the kids. And the kids loved her. And she sent back a, like a present when she got to London, back for the Gallagher children, didn't she? Yeah, but all the, all the people around the area were, they were just ordinary country folk mm -hmm. uh, they all flocked out and anything like the welcome she got she was really treated like royalty the way yeah. we are being treated right, right now right. in <laughs> Kansas I have to say yeah. so because this is I mean people just don't realize that this happened in Derry when yeah. people think of Derry they think of obviously Bloody Sunday they yeah. think of the trouble yeah. yeah. they might if they've done their research they might think of the walled city yeah. yeah but they do not associate it with Amelia Earhart yes so tell me if somebody goes to Derry mm -hmm. in search of Amelia history mm -hmm. where are they going to find it come to us like, uh, of <laughs> course. Find the ladies on Facebook, <laughs> yes. and I will include a link to okay. the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, it's under Amelia Derry Earhart. Earhart yeah. um, but uh, there will be a link in the show notes for that. But so, when people do arrive in Derry, what what should they do? What where should they go? What can they see? Well, most uh, most visitors that arrive to the city, they will do the city walls. Um, they'll go into the Guild Hall um, and. Directly to the right of the Guildhall is actually the Northern Counties Hotel building. It's still there. Um, there's a very grand porch entrance, and that's still there. So anytime any visitors come from America that we certainly that we take out to the site, we would get a photograph of them standing outside, because that's where Amelia done her press conference, you know. Mm -hmm. So that would be a starting point, and then we would say, Okay, well let's you know let's go out to the site. Let's let's go out there, and we so, will take them out. Yeah. So people can still see the site. Tell me what is there. So at the moment, there's at the site. There's, there's like a big. There's maybe how big would it be? Maybe a ten foot by ten foot cross X, concrete X on the ground. Yeah, and that's a marker where the plane wheels went. So now that had to be marked to. At the end of her flight, that yes. actually had to be marked to say she did this, and this is where she landed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. for a while, that was that was completely hidden. I mean, yeah. you had to go in search of this spot. Yeah, we were yeah, going to dig it up by hand. Yeah, fifty what, sixty, seventy years. Yeah, 
So we. So we, it was kind of forgotten history. It, it was. It was. It, was, it wasn't. Much. It wasn't with the locals because still a lot of a lot of the locals, you know, in around the sixties and seventies would speak about it, but certainly the younger generation didn't. No. And um, so we wanted to change that. So we were quite prepared to dig it up with our hands if we had to, you know. Right. Now, but now, Nicole, aren't the young ones at school? Leave, yeah. School leavers. Are they learning? They're yeah. being told the story of a media. And even elementary, you know, in elementary, yeah. some, some of the yeah. they're, t- they're learning a story as so, well. So, so that history's coming and they're back. Being a, yeah. They're in, being in, encouraged towards aviation and stem stem subjects yeah yes. yeah of which is really good so so if people have that interest they can go out and visit the site to absolutely yes. and i know that there's a nearby building that it has yeah, a, a plaque on it it's quite derelict the plaque's quite nice and it's yeah. still there but it's uh it's sort it was, of run down it was it was amelia Earhart cottage originally it was um it was like an amelia Earhart visitor center Unfortunately, it did not link in with the city centre, which would have been, you know, if the if the council or the powers that be at the time had said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take it out to the site, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna bring you to the the visitors, you know, yeah. the, the visitor centre, and we're gonna bring you back into where the Northern Counties mm-hmm. um, that, that, Hotel. That's really what's needed. That that would have been better, you know, obviously. Right, right, um, yeah. And then and then she had sent her telegrams from the central post office, which is still there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been. So are you thinking? maybe as you do get something developed maybe an Amelia Earhart trail absolutely yes. absolutely and, and we are we are actually working with with a group called British Chantello Community oh, Arts yes. Project yeah. Yeah. and um, they're developing a heritage trail um, which takes in the whole Amelia story in addition to the O'Donnell clan and the um, Aylock castle and stuff like that all around so it is it is in, in development and they, there will yeah. be um, like a, a monument going out there and it is, it is going to be very yeah. big um, yeah on our committee, there's six of us. We have a tour guide. Perfect. Also, yeah. uh, Lovely. Yes. So and so if people did have a big interest in visiting this history when they were in Derry, is the best way for them to contact you then through the Facebook, Facebook page? Facebook page, yes, yeah. that's okay. correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so. excited to hear all the plans. I think it's it's an amazing bit of history that has unfortunately been lost and overlooked. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's exciting and it's, to... It's only in the baby stage, but it is going to get very big. It's exciting to see. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. We, we've, uh, we're very excited about it, you know. I think earlier on, at some point in the proceedings, um, it was mentioned that sometimes we're, we feel like we're swimming against the tide. But um, I can truly and honestly say, at times like that, it's like Amelia's there and she just sort of gives you a little nudge to say, keep, keep going, going, girls, keep, keep going. going. We feel weird. that she's... It is weird. Yeah. We do feel at times that... We had a local artist as well, Lolita Cook, her name is, and she actually commissioned a like, hand watercolour drawn of, of Amelia Earhart and the only opportunity that she had to do this painting and do her art was when the children were sleeping so she'd get up at one o'clock in the morning and stay painting till maybe four or five a.m. and she said at times she felt like there was a breath on her neck she said she felt she said I honestly felt feel that Amelia was uh, was there with me and if you actually saw her art it's very very lifelike the hair looks like you could actually touch it wow yeah it's just really really good yeah yeah that's incredible. Well, I'm excited to see how this grows. I'm excited to see what comes of it. I think it's an amazing piece of forgotten history that absolutely. is so absolutely so immense. important. I know. Yeah. It is. It's, it is. it's an immense piece of yeah. history, and I'm so excited to see it kind of coming back to life yeah. in Derry. I think it's going to be a great thing. And again, if people want to visit 
There is a link to the Facebook page. You can contact the ladies. Keep an eye on what they have going on. Yeah. Because um, we do have lots of events going on all through the year and stuff like that. We've got lovely photographs and photographs that are not maybe on the internet. I mean, one of example of one particular one is um, the cracked manifold of her plane which was the reason really why she landed in, in our in our county you know that's not readily available on the internet we're actually given allowed to digitize that by a local historian who has the original and, and it's not going to part with a photograph but we have we have a copy of it like yeah uh, yeah so much history there Absolutely yeah amazing yeah and, and, the, and the museum in our city as well we have an Amelia Earhart exhibition and um, a local cl a collector from Zurich actually loaned us the part of the collection from a very a private house and over there, a private collector over there. Yeah. And there's um, there's a there's a menu with Mussolini when she when she went to Rome and she had dinner with Mussolini. She signed a menu, and um, and that menu we have that oh, in that museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot we have of a lot of our there. artifacts. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And there's also an um, vast amount of places around the Derry area where visitors can go. I mean, there's the... I personally, I'm living 10 minutes from County Donegal mm -hmm. and fabulous beaches. Yes. Absolutely fabulous. Uncrowded yeah. beaches. Exactly. So, so I think what we'll do, since you're, you're taking us out of Derry now and maybe a little bit away from Amelia, is I always end the podcast with three places you think people should visit when they come to Ireland. Okay. Now they can be places near you, they can be places on anywhere in, in the country, they can be heard of or unheard of, but what places do you think that, that people should maybe add to their itinerary? You'll need a car to reach some of these recommended destinations, so I'm excited to partner with IrishCarRentals.com to provide an unbeatable quote on your car rental in Ireland. Be sure to use code IFV for Ireland Family Vacations in the promotions box to save an extra 10%. Now, here come those recommended destinations. I would I would suggest Dark Hedges because that's where Game of Thrones was filmed. It's a very magical place. It's absolutely beautiful. It's, it's, it's in an area called Grace Hill. It's, it's sort of North Antrim. Um, I would also suggest Kinigo Bay. Um, that's where the Spanish Armada went down. And it's only roughly about 100 feet down. But that beach is really spectacular. And it actually looks like a pirate's cove, doesn't yeah. it? And even if you go down there at night time, there's a haunting, there's like a haunting feeling of it. And of course, there's so many Spanish you know, yeah. sailors killed there. Right, so there was right. a lot of uh, fatality. So I think there's... Yeah, yeah, and quite close to it is Malinhead. Malinhead. Where the... Where the um, Star Wars Star was filmed, Wars yeah. Was yeah. Filmed. And the most northerly point of Ireland. Absolutely. Yeah, you that's know, right. That's secondary right. now, right? Yeah, so and, and of course we see the Northern Lights. Right. We see the Northern Lights from there all the time. You know, we, I've seen I've seen it twice. And it's actually, you know, my bare naked eye, normally you don't see it with your naked eye. Right. You have to be in Canada or in Iceland to see that, but I've seen it. You know, on two occasions, and it's absolutely spectacular. Excellent. Well, Nicole and Brona, I want to thank you again so much. I know that they've they've got you running, and I know you have <laughs> events and things going on here in the birthplace of Amelia Earhart in yeah. Atchison, Kansas. But I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk with me, and and tell me about the Amelia history and dairy. It's just it's exciting what you're doing, and I can't wait to watch it grow. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. much. Thank you for having thank us. You. Thanks thank for your you. time. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please do hop over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a five-star review. Your reviews help other people find me. If you have any questions at all, you can email me at any time, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at IrelandFamilyVacations.com, and I will respond. Thanks again so much for listening, and until next time, Slanga Folk.